Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Ryan Tubridy Show on Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio. Hello and welcome to the Ryan Tubridy Show with Paddy Power Games. On this week's episode, Morgan in Belfast shared the beautiful story behind his tea break banger. I shared my thoughts on Emma Stone's film Poor Things. Listener Polly gave us her guide to London. And we got knee deep in your pronunciation peeves. The Ryan Tubridy Show. On Virgin Radio. Okay, see you in the Sunshine Band. Give it up, band. It's time for a tea break banger. People get in touch to plus double four, treble three, double zero, treble three, double zero. Morgan did just that and now he joins us on the line. Good morning to you, Morgan. Good morning, Ryan. How are you? What a pleasure to talk to you. Where in the world are you and why are you there and what are you doing? So I'm in Dublin, in Ireland. Good man. Um, I'm currently, well, I'm working, trying to, but listening to you at the same time. Um, I've been living in Dublin for most of my life, spent mm. three years in Australia, but the rest of it has been happily watching the Dublin weather. Good man. And and are you working at in at, at the home office today or where are you? Yeah, I'm 19 years today working for Dell, would you believe? Oh, congratulations. 15 years of which I've been remote. Okay, 15 of the 19. You were ahead of the curve there. And does remote mean... Mostly at home, or can you go to Super Value and 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 tap away at on your laptop with the trolley pushing it down the aisle? So I've been known to sit at a coffee shop with my laptop and work from there yeah. when need be. But yeah, mainly I work for a global team, so I kind of work on the phones an awful lot and sitting at a home office. Okay, okay. And tell me, uh, whereabouts in Australia did you live? I lived in Melbourne. Did you love it? Um, yeah, it was just too far away. Yeah, it couldn't get couldn't get home at a weekend, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, so. well, you, you, who are you telling, Morgan? But I do know exactly what you mean, and, and exactly the, the Australia. It's, it's a big leap, uh, but eventually you got back home and you got married. Did you get married in Australia or in, in Ireland? I got married in Ireland, so I met my wife over thirty over thirty years ago, really. Yeah, um, in Dunleary, we went our separate oh. ways. She went to. Scotland, I went to Australia and we rekindled when we got back and we've been married now for 15 years and we have a 10 year old boy called Andrew Yeah, and two cats uh, Well if you're going to tell us who Andrew is you've got to tell us who the cats are <clears throat> So the cats are Esme and Toby they're both adopted from the local DSPCA Wonderful. Um, so we fostered them to see how we'd go with them and they have a taken over our lives unfortunately and they're running the show now the cats are, oh, are rule the castle I love that you you yourself and your wife kind of were together and then said look let's just go our own separate ways it's not working out and see what happens but the world had other plans and you know the cosmos conspires doesn't it it does yes indeed you never know what's around the corner and <laughs> so I learnt that the hard way over the last couple of years why does well so three years ago I was diagnosed with cancer oh I'm sorry to hear that um, now well, I'm in remission now, but okay. my tea break banger was basically a song that just kept uplifting me all the time. Every time I heard it, it popped into my head a lot. 
was on the news a lot. It was on the radio, yeah. TV, YouTube seemed to throw it at me all the time as well. And it just seemed to uplift me. And, and be- it still does to and, this day. And before we, and we, we name it, because it's, it's, a, it's a cracking tune, um, you, you, are you in remission? And are, how are you? I'm, yeah, I'm fully in remission. Um, so still have treatments. I'm on daily medication for the rest of my life, but okay. I'm one of the lucky ones. And you feel a sense of uh, life is extraordinary and you probably have a new sense of uh, appreciation for it all, maybe. For everything, yeah. indeed, yes. I well believe it. And we've got Andrew looking at him and every day and thinking, today's another day, let's get out there and enjoy it. I bet, I bet you. Exactly. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, Morgan, I'm really happy to hear that you're happy and well and you seem to have the, the, uh, the right attitude to it all. And then... With that in mind, what a pleasure it is to play your Tea Break Banger for you today and for anyone listening in who might be feeling a little blue, if I may use the word, under the circumstances. So, Morgan, what do you want to hear? Mr. Blue Sky by ELO. It's a great call, and this is for you and for all our listeners this morning. Morgan, have a great day. Thanks for your time. No problem. The Ryan Tubridy Show. The Ryan Tubridy Show. On Virgin Radio. Uh, Yesterday, since we last met, I went to the cinema, the local cinema, to see Poor Things. I was dying to get on top of this story to find out why is Emma Stone winning every award going. And sure enough, this is the guy that uh, the, the person who made this film made uh, the favourite. Do you remember that film um, with Olivia Coleman? Um, it's His name is Yorgos Lanthimos. And it's described as a kind of clever feminist spin on a gothic classic, in this case... Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Um, now, Alice Thompson's writing about it in the Times today, and I loved her article because she was giddy with excitement going to see it. And she said it's kind of Wes Anderson on Viagra. So that that it's 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 that sort of which we mentioned, didn't we? We were talking about it today. Uh, the the Wes Anderson factor, not the other. And we were saying how it's got that color and surreal. There's things in the sky, and it's kind of 19th century, and yet the fruity language is definitely not. And it's, uh, this is uh, plenty of shenanigans, shall we say, in it. And yeah, and Emma Stone is 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 busy in the film throughout in, in so many ways. Read between the lines. Anyway, she says, uh, writing in, in the Times this morning, Alice Thompson says, I never quit a play or a film. Uh, when Barack Obama walked out of Les Mis, we'll get to that in a second, on his first date with Michelle, it was a bonding moment. This, she says, regarding poor things, felt more like defeat. It makes Barbie look risk-averse and La La Land a childish rom-com, but it didn't feel like a feminist rewriting of a great novel, more a male fantasy about a ravishing nymphomaniac dressed up as a modern classic. Oof. Yeah, the feeling was from around the floor here, it was, it was a kind of a nine and a ten. I mean, but, but I think there's something in the air here. There's so much, people are so positive, and I say that as a, as a good thing, but I think it spills into the, into the movie reviews, I, I think we need to sit down and re, re, redress and, and address the whole system, star system here in terms of what they're giving it. I thought it was a great film. I really enjoyed it. Would I recommend it? I have to say it's too quirky to recommend because I think a lot of you will go to see it on a recommendation and then come back and say, what were you thinking? So it's not for everyone. It's up to you. 
This is a free vote here. There's no 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 whips going on in this particular vote. So go and see it. See what you think if you liked it. If you've been to see it already, love to hear from you. Plus double four, treble three, double zero, treble three, double zero. The Ryan Tuberty Show. The Ryan Tuberty Show on Virgin Radio. Again, the blinding lights. Uh, the book I mentioned, by the way, tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow uh, featured a word I had to look up. I brought with me into my student flat a little dictionary. It was actually owned by my sister, who's ten years older than me. And it's a little hardback and it's got her name written in juvenile writing back in the probably late 60s, early 70s, Judith. And uh, I keep it. It's kind of like it's, a, it's, it's like a little talisman almost. But and every now and again, I have to look up a word I haven't heard of before. So one of the words that came up in this was Cicerone. C-I-C-E-R-O-N-E. Never heard of the word. And I looked it up and it's essentially somebody who's your guide or somebody, a Cicerone, like a tour guide or a museum, whatever. And the reason I say this is because... Polly's on the line, and she is today our Cicerone. Good morning, Polly. Oh, good morning, Ryan. What a pleasure to talk to you today. Oh, and it's a pleasure to talk to you too, and I'm loving the show. Well, I'm loving you, and I'd love to know what it is you'd like to share with me. I'm intrigued. Well, um, yesterday morning, I have to say, on a, a slightly brighter, sunnier morning than yes. today, yeah, but I'll nevertheless, I love London any day of the week, all weather. Yeah. Um, but I was sitting across the river from you mm-hmm. at the Sky Garden, which is my top tip if you haven't been. No, I have not been. Now, tell me oh. everything about the Sky Garden and why you should go. Well, the Sky Garden is fabulous. Um, as, as, as it would suggest, it's 36 floors up, so wow. fantastic views across London. And I've lived in London a very, very long time, so I'm a big fan of London and all it has to offer. Yeah. But I also love cities generally, um, so I'm a great city person. Um, but there, um, having seen so many views around London, and there are many of them, mm. but that is quite exceptional. So number one, the views are standing up and down the river. Number two, uh, I can sit and look across the river and see the shards and see yes. you or where you're all working. Yeah. Uh, and number three, and I know you'll appreciate this, it's free. Oh, I love that. Um, and did I hear some talk of cocktails? Oh, yes, cocktails. Yeah, go on. <laughs> Evening cocktail, because the views are stunning. And of course, um, you get the sunsets up there and the views. It's the best place to go up there and have a cocktail in the evening. But as I said, morning, evenings, you can drink up there, you can eat up there, you can just enjoy the view. Um, I mean, it's good for everybody and anyone. I'm but, sold. Um, I love it. Yeah, good, good. Um, you know, so, I, one of the things I love about wandering around is I love the blue plaques. On the on mm. outside, because there's always interesting people. So one I passed by the other day, just kind of by the by, out of, in the middle of nowhere, a plaque saying this is where General Eisenhower lived during World mm. War Two, and he was planning D-Day, or at least was here during all of that. And it's it's it, it, there's just history, the statues. I say, I mm. my feeling is Polly, only a fool would be bored living in a city like this. <laughs> Well, I agree. But I the, do but agree. the same can be said of Glasgow and Edinburgh and Cardiff. And, you know, in the sense that if you're interested in history or any of these things, everywhere is interesting. Well, it is. I couldn't agree with you more. And I love travel and I love cities and I love, I mean, I love, I'm a great country girl too. Yeah. But my goodness me, they, uh, I mean, I'm not sort of saying, um, you know, London's the only place because I love travel and a fabulous cities anywhere. But as I'm living here and we're just waving the flag for London just because you're there and it's new for you today. Yes. Um, the lovely thing is the variety. You're right, the blue plaques are great. But the variety and you've got the green spaces as well as the museums, as well as the galleries, great places to eat. But the, the rooftops um, are amazing. And as you go around London, because we've got a winding River Thames, the angles and the views and the skyline changes. Yeah. And it's, it is fantastic. It's, it's, just 
What What Sorry. is your favourite city beyond London? I mean, in, in, oh, in the world, where do, where, what's your the one you go? If I if I could go somewhere tomorrow, where would we send you? Where would you go? Oh, wow, that's a hard one. Is it Paris? Um, is it Rome? Okay. Or is it less obvious well, than that? I love them all, but I tell you, them probably one of the most ones I hadn't been to until the last few years, and that was Seville. Oh, I've never I been Seville, there. Yeah. Oh, and the cathedral is unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Um, I went with my other half, who had been going there for years and years and years on business. Yes. And I went along and did the sort of, you know, walking around because I love cities and I went exploring. And I said to him, have you not ever done that cathedral? All these trips? And no, he said, no. I said, no. I'm a daughter. And no, said, this, this, oh. the, yeah, this is exactly what happens. Is that when you live in a place, you often don't appreciate it for what it is. But, you know, Seville... Uh, Mira's telling me that it, it's the great winter sun there, which is great. Oh. So you get 22 degrees in February. Uh, you're selling yeah. Seville. You're selling sunshine to me. And, uh, oh, and what, yeah. do, what do you do for a living, Polly? I'm very nosy. I, I, I'd like to know. <laughs> I like to know everything. So I do interior design and property oh, management. Oh, lovely. I mean, so you've got, so a, you've got a... an eye. So that's what, oh. so Seville would give you the eye. You'd say this is beautiful. You like an aesthetic and you like a look. I, I do. Yeah. I, I, I do. Absolutely. And it, again, you know, it doesn't matter where you are in the world. I mean, I, I, I'm, yes, aesthetic is exactly it man and uh, and i mean you know um yeah all, all fabulous um and, and most cities have something absolutely amazing and stunning to look at and go inside and and, um, and again it's not exclusive to london i'm saying this but um but the um the the buildings and that's new and old and the variety yeah, um of every bit of everything and one one other little tip what if you're here yep. and anyone that hasn't done it is open city which okay. goes on in all cities. Open City Weekend is phenomenal. Oh, yes, we have that la- in Ireland. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a great that, yeah. thing. So free into yeah. all the great sites. Free into all these great sites, yeah. Polly, what I, yeah. I could do, we could chat for hours, but look, thank you for taking the time to take our call this morning. Love what you're saying to us and love that you're listening in and I wish you every happiness. Thank you for your time. Thank you and good luck with the show. Thank you. And, uh, you know, if you like Polly, you're listening in this morning, think, well, I have to say, I've got some good ideas for this guy. Keep it coming. Plus double four, treble three, double zero, treble three, double zero. The Ryan Tuberty Show. The Ryan Tuberty Show. On Virgin Radio. You are very welcome to The Ryan Tuberty Show. It is so good to have your company today. It is Thursday morning and tomorrow I'm heading to Cornwall. And I've never been before. I'm going to Penzance. So I, I don't know what awaits me, but it ties into the piece in the paper today where Susie Dent, she being the, 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 the final word, the last word on all words on Countdown and other stories. But she has been talking about the pronunciation of the word scone or scone. Now, where I'm from in Ireland, uh, we say scone. And if somebody said, I'm going to have a scone, we'd say, oh, what part of the UK are you from? And equally over here, I said, I'm going to have a scone in Cornwall. And they go, oh, are you really? That's very nice. What is that? I said, when I say scone, they say, oh, you're a scone. Why do you call it scone? Because I was brought up calling it a scone. So you can tell where someone's from, by the way, they pronounce a certain word. Scone versus scone. That's it. Simple as that. Now, I didn't realise that I'm going to the world capital of scones slash scones, which is Cornwall in Devon. Didn't know that. I also did not know that there was a raging debate and has been going on for possibly centuries as to what to do with the clotted cream and the jam, which comes first, chicken or the egg. Today, as I have nearly every other day, toast with peanut butter and jam, or as they say in America, peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter and jam. And I love it. Makes me happy. It's go-to. I had a, quite, a, quite, a, quite a debate outside with some of my fellow colleagues about the mm, wisdom or otherwise of eating Marmite. There were a lot of people who like Marmite out there. And what shocked me is, Many of them are under 700 years old and still they're saying they like Marmite. It's not for me. 
But that's the whole point of it. So that's what that's it. We're not going to have a debate about the cream and jam thing today. We'd rather hear about the words that you have always pronounced incorrectly. And the question is, it's a bit like lettuce in the teeth. If somebody mispronounces a very obvious word, do you say it to them? Or do you find you might offend them? I think it might be a little offensive, to be honest with you. I don't think I'd say, well, actually, it's it's gone where we're from. However, if you have lettuce in the teeth and you say you've got something in your just there, I, I, I need someone to tell me that. I, that. It's critical. Otherwise, you're walking around smiling and they go, oh, crikey, that man has a, a cauliflower between his top left teeth. You know, it's awful. So please tell me. So it's not quite the same thing as the um, pronunciation. Now, in terms of pronunciation, broadly speaking, wouldn't it be great if you told us how you're pronouncing it by a voice note? That's what I'm suggesting big time today. So if you were worried about it before, don't don't be worried. It's anonymous. You don't have to tell us who you are if you don't want to. But get them in to plus double four treble three double zero treble three double zero. And I will I will offer you mine. As I mentioned yesterday, if you missed it, when I spoke to a newspaper editor at the time, since deceased, both paper and man, the word I used was hyperbole. I said, oh, this is a lot of people exaggerating stuff around here. I was, I was pretentious and precocious even then. I said, uh, oh, yes, a lot of hyperbole. He said, look, I'm going to do you a favour. He, he, he basically said, letter in the teeth, uh, let us in the teeth. He said, it's, it's hyperbole. It's not hyperbole. I said, oh, OK. Now, I was reduced as a human being to the size of a matchbox uh, there and then, but I never forgot it. So do you have some hyperbole in your life you'd like to share with us today? We'd love to hear from you. The Ryan Tubridy Show. The Ryan Tubridy Show. On Virgin Radio. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Ryan Tubridy Show. The Ryan Tubridy Show. On Virgin Radio. That's Farrell Williams, who you can mispronounce as Farrell Williams. Far, like, like, you know, your friend Mick Farrell or whoever. Uh, but it's Farrell, so you got to get that right. We were talking about just mispronunciations, whether it's scone and scone or... I mean, I mentioned when I was a kid, Enid Blyton's books all had... Her signature was, was used as the name over the title of the book. So The Secret Seven or The... Famous Five or The Magic Faraway Tree by Enid Blyton. Whatever way she wrote the, the, the E as a kid, it looked like a G. So I thought that my one of my favourite writers as a kid was called 
Gynid Blyton. That's, that's what it was. Who wrote about a man selling ancient furniture that he ca- insisted on calling antiques. And, and I was only realised eventually that he was selling antiques. And I just thought, well, it doesn't look like antique to me. Antique sounds like it should be A-N-T-E-E-K. Why are you calling antiques antiques? But somebody somewhere decided that's how it goes. Let's say, uh, would you take a voice note? Yeah, another another voice note. Great. Let's let's take this. These are sent. And you can join this voice note army to plus four four. Treble three, double zero, treble three, double zero. Here's Paul in Nottingham. Go for it, Paul. Good morning, Brian. How you doing? Um, oh, yeah, I see what he did there. Just pulled up because that conversation about mispronouncing yes. words um, cracked me up. I always get pulled up for how I say the colour turquoise. Or oh. as I say it, and always have them, turquoise. I'd love to know your opinion on that. Very good. Thanks, mate. Good. Enjoying the show. Um, it's great. Well done. Keep it up. You're a great, Paul, because you got stuck. So he says he says turquoise, but he gets mocked because people say no, it's turquoise. No, I'm with Paul on that. Yeah, I'd be a, I'd be a turquoise. I wouldn't be turquoise. There is a clip which we must have a listen to if we can of Benedict Cumberbatch trying to say penguin. I think he says penguin or something like that. And then there was one. Uh, there was a singer when well, it was probably too late to the party for Christmas now, but she talked about. Uh, she pronounced it um, I'll be home for Christmas you know that kind of thing do we have the, the penguin cl- oh, we do okay let's have it. okay here's Benedict is penguins crested penguins parent penguin heading home so why are these woodlands so attractive to penguins <laughs> what is he saying is he saying penguins like a G at the end oh he's one of my absolute favourites I have to say he can do very little wrong in my book but I think he might I wonder was he was, was whoever was in charge of that that recording to in awe of him to say, shall we try it another way? You know, because he, <laughs> maybe the right way, but it's, uh, it's, 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 it depends. Uh, Nigella, Nigella had a great relationship with the word microwave at one point. Um, shall we take that? I still need a bit of milk, full fat, which I've warmed in the microwave. <laughs> ah, she's taking the microwave, isn't she? No, that's her joking. That's that's her way of saying, you know, I am hung over, you know, like uh, Anchorman, you know, that's it. But I, I like that. Uh, but Paul, I think you're okay. Tur- turquoise, turquoise, I'd, I'd be okay. Of all the words in all the world, you know, uh, it, it's, uh, it's a good one. But that gets the ball rolling for sure. That's what we want to hear this morning. Get your voice notes in. Plus double four, treble three, double zero, treble three, double zero. The Ryan Tubridy Show. The Ryan Tubridy Show. On Virgin Radio. Hung up uh, from Madonna. Good, beautiful morning, Ryan says. Gemma with a dilemma. I love it. Um, If someone says a word incorrectly and then you need to reply using the same word, what do you do? A, use the pronunciation they used or B, Answer, but use the correct version of it. That is very delicate. It's got to be B, though. So they say, uh, gosh, there's a lot of hyperbole about that story. And you say, there was. I've never seen such hyperbole in my life. Is that a flex? Is that a deal breaker for a friendship or a business meeting? And will they go, oh, okay, okay, Johnny Lexicon. Right, okay, it's like that, is it? I wonder, is it a bridge too far? Wow, that's a great dilemma. The Gemma dilemma. Can we have another one next week, please? Every every week at the same time. That would be beautiful. John has been on to say, I grew up calling Billy Joel, Billy Joel. But when I moved to the United States, they all call him Billy Joel. 
but they mispronounce everything. Which is it? Oh, don't ask me. I don't know. I don't know. Now, I'm not, not to say I'm washing my hands. I'm not Pontius piloting here. I'm not saying I don't know, therefore I'm not going to help you. I'm here to help. I'm more UN and less Pontius Pilate. So what I'd say is, in certainly in Ireland, we definitely say, most of us say, Billy Joel. I don't know why, because that would be like Janelle Money, you know, J-A-N-E-L-L-E. It's not Janelle Money. For some reason, somebody somewhere decided it was Joel. And we all said, yeah, 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 it is. And now if you said at home in Ireland, Billy Joel, Billy Joel, if you said Billy Joel, they go, oh, is it Billy Joel now? Oh, you're living in London now. And no, I just I thought that was how, I don't know. The only way to find out is, is, is to get a clip of him saying his own name. But do we have such, like, could we get such a thing? Has he ever been to see him several times? And he's a magnificent performer, wonderful songs. Uh, but what does his mammy call him? Like, uh, did she call him Billy Billy Joel, get in for your dinner, as opposed to Billy Joel, get in here straight away. Let's let's solve this once and for all today so that we can change the tune, as it were. Philip says, that guy, that was Paul in Nottingham talking about turquoise and turquoise had me thinking about Benedict Cumberbatch and the way he says penguins as penguins. And then you played it and you said it out loud. Love it. That's great. Thank you, Philip. Um, you might have noticed that uh, Paul called me Brian, which is fine too. It happens all the time at home as well as here. Uh, well, not, not so much here because no one knows. Anyone, but they, at home they'll say, ah, love your show, Brian. I watch it every Saturday. I go, wrong and wrong, funny enough. I, thought, <laughs> I don't know. This is the Ryan Tuberty Show on Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio. Thanks for listening to the Ryan Tuberty Show with Paddy Power Games. Good luck for now and see you next time. The Ryan Tuberty Show on Virgin Radio.